0: good morning good afternoon and good evening wherever you may be listening thank you very much for tuning in to the all you listening Now podcast i will talk about any and everything I am your host, Johnny, back at it again for another week. Hey, yo, shout out to all the women out there everywhere. Since yesterday, it was International Women's Day. As you all have heard me say this before, I tend to find all holidays pretty useless, but they do provide some much needed reminders at times for things we should be more appreciative and grateful for. And International Women's Day happens to be a reminder to us that none of us would actually be here if not for women. And we certainly need to appreciate all the contributions that they continue to make to the world, to make our world the best place it can be. So shout out to all you women out there. Nevertheless, though, nevertheless, wherever you may be listening, I sort of hope you have had a very, very good week because I know that I have as well. All right, ladies and gents, thank you very much for taking time out of your busy day to download and listen to the show. The podcast is being played everywhere. Podcasts are being played nowadays. So whatever your favorite podcasting listening platform, when you refer the show to your family members, friends, loved ones, neighbors, random people, um, they will be able to find the podcast on any podcasting listening platform on these different platforms. There is a way to like the show and even subscribe to the show. So that way, when a new episode comes out, it automatically gets sent to you. So definitely look for that option on the different podcasting listening platforms that you listen to the show on. Also in the show notes, I leave timestamps for every segment of the show. So that way, if you're crunched for time, or if you just want to come back and revisit a favorite segment of the show, you can certainly will be able to do that. So look for those timestamps in the description to kick off today's show, though. Have you ever heard? Have you ever said or heard something said that at the time seemed like it was so profound or that it was breaking news. But as time went on and you look back, you realize that maybe some of that didn't age too well. So let's have a little fun today and take a trip down memory lane and look back at some things we've heard said that could actually fit exactly that. Now, one of my favorite ones that didn't age well was a quote by the CDC and Anthony Fauci MP. The MP stands for medical politician, just case you're new to the show. But back when the COVID vaccination came out in December of 2020, when they told us that if we took the vaccination, that we wouldn't get COVID. Well, as we now know and whoop, unfortunately had to learn that wasn't true, which has led to more and more people questioning what this was actually really all about, and actually maybe contributed to some vaccine hesitancy now, granted, there's a lot of other things that also happen around a vaccine that well didn't aid so well, but that one right there, yep, yeah, not even two years in, didn't aid so well. Another one that was said. And I don't have any specific person to actually point to since this was said by so many people at the time was that by the end of 2021, Bitcoin would hit $100,000. Well, that didn't happen. So people now have adopted the dead clock method, which is predicting that it will happen at some point at the end of this year. Well, considering that Bitcoin is sitting today at what it was this time last year and with how volatile crypto can be, I guess anything is actually possible. And if it doesn't hit 100,000 by the end of this year, well, we'll for sure get it sometime between between 2023 and by the time the world ends. I think that's a fair estimate to give. So another prediction (laughs) that did not age so well. Another one that hasn't aged as well was that phenomenon that we saw happen back in the summer after the murder of Joyce Floyd. And of course, may he continue to rest in peace. And during the summer after Joyce Floyd's murder, the defund the police movement ensued. It was one of the sub movements of the actual Black Lives Matter movement. Now, at the time, after seeing how those police officers murdered George Floyd, it sounded good and had a lot of emotions tied to it, understandably so. But fast forward to today, and well, there's a couple of factors that we can see That lets us know that defunding the police wasn't exactly the correct message. Now, I could throw stats at you all to back this claim with the rise in crime in America and in a lot of different places in America. But I'll just leave you with this. In some places in America, you could steal up to a thousand dollars worth of stuff and you probably wouldn't get arrested don't believe me Google it normally happen on the west coast just to give you a point of reference so that way you can know where to look another thing that isn't aging so well happened during the pandemic these last couple of years and that was forcing kids to wear masks and making them do virtual learning now first let me say this to any parent that wants to have their kids wear masks, that's your choice as a parent. And if you feel that it will bring your kid more safety, then it's certainly your right to do so. This comment actually isn't necessarily towards you parents who are actually wanting to do that, but more so for the CDC overlords and the loudmouths we heard in the media who kept this insane narrative going when all of the science didn't support that claim whatsoever. In fact, there are more and more studies coming out showing that forcing kids to wear masks and do virtual learning did more harm to them from a short and long-term perspective compared to the virus itself would have done to the vast majority of kids. Now, these studies actually find that for young kids, it has decreased development in things like motor skills and behavioral awareness. An article written by nature.com actually points these things out and has a lot of good data that speaks to a lot of these very same points. Hopefully we have gotten to a point where we can actually stop scaring parents into harming their kids in more ways than COVID ever could. Now, let's move to another one that a lot of people were, well, actually for until recently, which is pushing and backing council culture. Y'all already know how I feel about cancel culture and the leeches that are in it. But people actually thought it was fun to tell others what they couldn't say or do until that same thing happens to come back and slaps them right in the face. Regarding something they said or did. Now, all of a sudden, we see a lot of people walking back their support for cancel culture because more and more people see that the whole thing has sucked from the beginning. So hopefully that little tidbit has actually gone away because again, that hasn't aged so well. There are many, many of these things that we can look back on, even not, we don't have to go back too far. So we can just look back and be like, yeah, yeah, that was a bad idea. And that didn't age too well. But hey, I know hindsight is 2020, but sometimes we should need hindsight to actually see some of these things. All right, ladies and gents. Um, let's switch gears from hindsight and try to get some foresight. Now, I know that this segment here might feel like it's coming a bit late since we have already seen the rise in things like food, gas and rent and buying a home. But since these things are here for us little folk out here, now is the time to look into preparing for the storm that in a lot of ways has already made landfall. Now, I have a couple of ideas that I'm doing for my family that I believe will help weather this storm. Now, I there's four things that I have on my list of things to do that can hopefully help many, many people through their storms. And again, none of these things are nuanced, but let's 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 dive into these four things. The first thing I'm looking to do is to get a solid emergency fund saved up. With inflation and the aforementioned rise in cost, with a lot of the things, Lord have mercy, I know everybody drives to see what gas is doing, right? Jesus. But even with that happening, getting enough cash and savings, I know it can actually be a tough thing to actually do. Like, Johnny, how am supposed to save up an emergency fund if every day feels like an emergency that I'm having to pull from my fund. The best way to go about trying to do this is to look at any extra things that you might be spending money on and cutting it. For example, if you have streaming services, cut back on that. If you don't have any streaming services or anything like that, then maybe not eating out. And even if you eating out is small or it seems small, like for example, you could be getting a soda at McDonald's for a dollar. And yes, that in theory isn't a ton of money, right? But in times like this, every dollar counts and every dollar will help. So looking back on those things, stashing cash for your emergency fund. If you can do it, look for small ways to do that. Another thing that you could look into doing is getting a car that gives you better gas mileage. If you don't already have that type of car already, cars like that. And we all know what they are. You know, your your, uh, Toyota's, your, um, Honda's, your Hyundai's, even some Kia's, you know, stuff like that. But When I say that, no, I don't mean going out and actually buying a Tesla or any other expensive electric car, but if you drive a SUV or a truck that takes a lot to fill up and maybe even doesn't give the best gas mileage, then that could help cut some costs in those areas by again, downsizing to a more fuel efficient car, which by the way, if you already have a Tesla or an electric vehicle, big ups to you. I do realize, though, that this isn't always a viable option for some folks to just go trade in your car. Um, So maybe instead of doing that, look into, you know, maybe taking public transportation to get, you know, to and maybe from work. That might also be an option from personal experience with taking public transportation. It could take a little longer um, to actually get to and from work. But if it's going to actually help you save some extra cash, then maybe that's actually time well spent. So definitely look into something like that. Also, another trendy thing that you could do is look around your house for things you don't use and look into selling it and putting that money back into a savings account. When I started to look around, you know, our house, I see so many things that we just flat out don't use, and I'm probably going to start looking into places that might buy them, um, you know, buy different things like, you know, buying clothes that we may have that we don't utilize, furniture to old video games, you know, stuff like that. Finding those places and getting money back from your items can help into building that stash that's really going to be needed in the time that we're in. One more thing, the fourth thing that I'm doing that I believe can help prepare us for this economic storm that's here is making sure that every day we're doing as much as possible to be as healthy as possible. Now, I know you're saying, wait a minute, how is health going to equate to economics? Well, let me break it down for you. In times like this, we can ill afford to actually get sick to the point of missing days from work and having to put resources into spending money on doctors or medicine. So staying healthy during this time will actually pay off huge. Doing things to boost your immune response is the best way to go. And you can do that by many different things. First and foremost if you have a primary care doctor um, you should definitely consult them first but just as a couple of real easy things that don't cost much would be exercising for example four times a week mean you could do that at your house you know you could walk outside you know obviously you know crunches, push-ups, resistant bands are dirt cheap so I mean just you know things like that to you know keep yourself Stayed up, one of my favorite sayings is, you know, motion is lotion. And that's exactly what exercising can help provide. Making sure you stay hydrated with water and eating foods that help uh, with immune response or boost. Like any really citrus fruits are good for that. Broccoli, red bell pepper, you know, when you're cooking in your food and even adding garlic um, to your food when you cook. That's natural garlic, y'all, not, not, not the powder, not, not garlic powder, (laughs) the actual natural garlic. Um, Also drinking teas like turmeric tea, green tea, hibiscus tea with lemon in it to help with inflammation and immune health. Now, I know that none of these things are new or, you know, revolutionary or anything like that, but when it comes to preparing For a rough patch, sometimes I don't think there's really a need to reinvent the wheel. If you can do any of these things, every little bit helps. And until things around the world get better, now is the time to make sure that we are doing things not only for ourselves, but our families. So that way we don't get rolled over and left out in the cold. Winter is coming and i'd rather us be better safe than sorry all right ladies and gents let's switch to this and the trailer for the obi-wan kenobi series came out and it's slated to come out on disney plus may 25th so i know i just talked about getting rid of streaming services um if you <laughs> if you obviously to uh, cut your budget but if you're able to keep it um, The Kenobi series comes out on May 25th, and the trailer for it looks, well, if if you're a Star Wars like fan, you probably can tell a little bit what's going on with it, and if you're not, then I'll try to actually explain a little bit what's happening, what's going on. So, if you haven't seen the trailer, it won't be any spoilers. This will be a spoiler-free trailer. I mean, there's not really... Much in it to really spoil, but a lot of the things we see happen in the trailer is that we have the Inquisitors. Some people know them as Dark Sith, but I mean, really, they're actually just called Inquisitors. And these guys were actually trained under the Emperor and under Vader, Darth Vader at the time, after, of course, Order 66 happened. So that way they would actually go and hunt down the Remaining Jedi that was left in the galaxy, and the trailer is actually really hinting at that. Really, it's really them going around hunting down Jedi, it, it appears right now. How that's going to play with Obi Wan Kenobi, not sure. And the kind of between series that we've got with the Star Wars Rebels, and if you haven't watched that, that's also on Disney Plus, and it's a pretty cool animated. Um, series to go watch the nothing in rebels actually points to how any of the inquisitors really ran into obi-wan necessarily so but we'll have to see how that plays That, but that's kind of what happened this kind of is what happening with the trailer it's just introducing the inquisitors or the dark sith if you just want to call them that into the star wars mythos we'll see how it plays with kenobi itself but there we go. Also, it shows, you know, obviously Kenobi watching over Luke, which was actually what he was supposed to do when he was, it was one of the things he was supposed to do when he was in his exile on uh, Tatooine. Also, you know, again, training and connecting with his old master Qui-Gon Jin, to, again, well, basically learn how to become one with the force and all that. So we're good to see all that. The trailer was, I mean, it was, I mean, it was, it was okay. I mean, it wasn't overwhelming or anything like that. We got, you know, Sidious talking in the background. We got um, Vader breathing. So, I mean, uh-huh. uh, I guess, I guess. I, I, I don't know. I mean, look, this comes out in May and what's was in March. I don't know if they're going to give us another trailer between now and di- now and then. Maybe they will. Maybe they'll add a little more substance to it because as of right now, I mean, Yes, we got the Inquisitors and that's cool. The one big um, ball guy in it, he's actually the um, Grand Inquisitor, as they're called. There's ranks just like the Inquisitors have certain ranks, too. Just like, you know, you in the Jedi Order, you know, you have the Grand Master, which is Yoda. You have Masters, which are like your uh, Mace Windu's and your Pycon Coon and stuff like that. And then you have your Jedi Knights. Way was Anakin Skywalker, since you know he was never granted the rank of Master. And then after that, you know you just have Jedi, and then so on and so forth. But anyway, Inquisitors kind of have a similar rank too. And the one guy in the trailer that you'll see is kind of the uh, is kind of bald. He's a Grand Inquisitor. I just remember um seeing his character in some Star Wars novels back in the day. So I'm sure that's who that is. So that's going to be interesting if he actually runs into Kenobi, if he actually plays, because in the novel, I do not believe that he was actually killed by Obi-Wan, but Hey, I mean, look, they're putting this live action. They can, they they can kind of do what they want. I mean, they've kind of already gone off, you know, some of the canon lore anyway, with episode 789. So it wouldn't shock me if they actually did it. I'm here too, but nevertheless, though, Kenobi comes out May 25th. Looks like it's actually going to be a pretty good series for anybody to watch. If you don't have Disney Plus or you're going to have to get rid of it, I'm sure somebody's going to stream it on YouTube or some other platform. Not encouraging anybody to do anything illegal like that. There is copyrights. I'm just saying you're probably going to be able to watch it. But nevertheless, though, that's it for today's show. I'm going to go ahead and get out of here for the week. Again, if you enjoy the content you're listening to here on those different podcasting listening platforms, give me a like, subscribe to the show. So that way, when the new episode comes out, you automatically get it. Doing both of those things would greatly help me out. And I appreciate it. Telling your friends, family members, loved ones about the show does me a world of good. But I will talk to you all next week. Until then, peace.